1: And we're getting to the bottom of why Webby's a little dusty this morning. You were hanging out with a certain Ken Callender. I know. How was Kenny?
0: He was sensational. Um, <laughs> 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 he's drinking rashes. <laughs> 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 was he really? <laughs> oh, Ken, but come on. But he tipped on. me a horse and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, <laughs> Kenny, is... good to see you yesterday, mate. What was that horse you Man. said?
1: <laughs> In the meantime, Webby, it's that times, Webster. Never thought forever was the best the On this Good Friday, it's a sort of O weekend. Tomorrow, it's all about Animo. And on Monday, it's all about Pasco. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a bludger of a week for the Tigers. It's
0: always dangerous if you're a rugby league official and your last name ends in an O. Because it just opens it up to, got to go,
1: (laughs) 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 Dave Trodden, when he was at the Tigers, got to go, Trotto. Trotto. Was Caro. Caro? No. Oust-Douser.
0: (laughs) doused oust did you know when Dasty was thinking about getting Dust t-shirts? Did he really? And selling them?
1: Yeah. It's up there with... when. Do you remember there was a musical called Keating the Musical? Yes. There was a piss take on, of course, the Howard regime and, oh, sorry, the Hawke years of uh, Paul Keating. Paul Keating uh, went there the first two nights and turned around and accepted the standing ovation. Really? <laughs>
0: well, uh, it's getting very political at the West Tigers. How... Hasn't been the great greatest week for the CEO Justin Pascoe. Mm. Um, he don't, I don't think there's been many great weeks there, to be honest. From I thought, it, look in isolation, there's more things, but um, the stories at the start of the week and him defending himself. This is what the problem I find with the West Tigers management. All they seem to do is defend themselves. They're more worried about optics and how they look than what mm. actually running the club. Um, I loved his Q and A with Buzz, where he said, "Look, I get to the ground early with the teams, and I like to put out mm. the witches hats for the mm. for the warm up, and then you know hang out, hang out with the guys in the dressing room, yeah. and then sit behind the coach who I may or may not sack in a few weeks' time." Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the truism that Jack Gibson always said about you know winning starts in the front office. I think it's right with the West Tigers. Mm. Um, I think there's been too many decisions there for some time about. Just what looks good, um, instead of winning games, and then no, no team has had a worse finals record, I never being in them, than mm. the Tigers in the NRL era. Um, that's that's got to change, and I don't know. That's mm. and, and everything they seem to do yeah. turns to poop.
1: As you said, little things like Tigers, yeah, you know, officials in the dressing room. Um, I, when I used to sit there, I I couldn't stand. Outsiders is is outsiders the right word? Well, I mean, uh, an official is within the club, but people who weren't about to go through what you're about to go through, and walking in the sheds and being frivolous, mm. that I used to take exception. I used to hate people walking in the dressing room eating because you know you you basically you're starving for a game. I'm, uh, I remember Jack Gibson hearing a thing from Jack Gibson once, and he said there was a bloke involved with a an official who sort of beat his chest and said. Jack, I only go down there to give the players a pat on the back when they lose. And he said, well, they're going to be sick of you pretty quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, a lot of clubs like their, their CEO or their board to come in after games. But yep. I do think it's real. The, the side of Tim Sheens, who is like obviously under massive pressure at the moment to get the Tigers going, and he's the CEO sitting one row back beh- behind him. I, I just mm. – that's I, I don't think I've ever seen a CEO – Get that familiar with the football team, um, but I can't say I, I really—I've lost track of how many times I get approached by Tigers fans on the street these days. Just in absolute despair of their club, so everyone's talking about a reset. They just reset it <laughs> six months ago. So it's amazing. I don't Two really th- get it.
1: 2005, Webby boys, like everyone, everyone was on board with the Tigers. Everybody loved the Tigers, even if you didn't support the side. And where that club was at the moment, and just bit by bit, where they find themselves now. Yeah, it's
2: just to to your point in regards to people being in the changing room. That it's okay if they're in the changing room, but they've got to respect the sanctity of what's about to happen. I think we get so desensitized to what NRL and rugby league is. But when you're a, a team of 17 players, you're going out there to destroy your body. Mm. Like you, you could die if you go when you go out there. Like now, obviously, you're not thinking about that, and so you're almost. Obviously, it's not like war in regards to war, but mm. to you, it's a battle. And so, I just think that it was a like the, it's a small thing in regards to him being in the changing room, but it it kind of shows their lack of respect for winning rugby league games, their mm. lack of respect for what it takes. Um, because the changing room, the changing room, in my opinion, is the most sacred part of rugby league. Mm. Everything that happens in there should stay in there. Yeah. And also, it's it's where you're most nervous, the most emotions. And I, I just think that that was a really good example of not only here, like not only the club doesn't seem to respect what it takes to get the job done. Because the roster's changed, the coaches have changed, but nothing's changed. Mm. Except there's only one thing that hasn't changed across the board. Mm. And so, I just think that it's the little things that they're... The little things are adding up to big things at the Tigers, and I don't understand why they can't see what the issue D- is.
1: Denham, we were talking before the show, and you were particularly passionate about the the Jersey, do I say fiasco, stuff up. Oh, and that's what yeah, it was. It was, oh. it, was a, it was a stuff up. And I, and I think if they came out immediately and said, look, this is what the situation is. But then, is, then we're even so the they to it on, uh,
0: press releases sending and the actions. What, what
1: about poor Alex Twole like, and David Clemmer being sent out there to and then face putting, the and media? And then,
0: then donging it by putting out a couple of players to face the music. Yeah, like poor Clemmer. Clemmer's only been there five minutes, and here he is answering questions about mismanagement decisions in, made on, in the front office. I'm on, spare me. On three
1: hundred and sixty, Michael Carriana quite... said it. Um, yeah, Michael Carriana said it on three hundred and sixty, and he's right. I didn't think of it when I first looked at it, but you know, standing there with what they called the commemorative jersey, but the ANZAC jersey, mm. and it was John Bateman. Mm, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, like but the, what is the
2: jersey supposed to represent? Like, have we gotten so far away? from the point of the jersey, it's not just to make money. It's supposed to be celebrating the sacrifices, lives. We're not talking about, oh, yeah, you went to work a few days. We're talking about lives were sacrificed, and you can't even just take the time to respect the celebration of that. Give me a break.
1: Mm. They had two press releases yesterday. (laughs) One threatening legal action, which we won't go into. The other was then, here's the New Jersey you know, you can buy it here. And it's like, can, oh, my God, guys. <laughs> like t- I'd love to hear from Tigers fans. Like, you know, just bang it through on. Have we Did got a text you, or email? This is the first time yep. in
0: three years you've actually I, called for text.
1: <laughs> Solicited for text. But <laughs> get in touch. Like, if you bought the jersey, the mm. original jersey, the stuff, yeah. up, have they offered a refund on it? Or? Wow. Yes, it'd they be, have. They have? Yeah, it'd, be okay. a collect- it'd be a collector's yeah, but- item. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it reminded me of when Webby said, "You know, poor old Clemmer had to go out there." It was the same with Manly last year, well, where little, DCE and Dez had to go out the there and go like this. The when the they, two people that did the jersey scot free walk away, mm-hmm. mate. It's all what, what about good. the
0: Dragons? How many times has Ben Hunt in the last couple of years oh, had in front my. and talk about all the dramas? Talk about Hawk.
1: Talk about hook. Talk about barbecues. There is there, there is a lack of there is a lack of ownership in a lot of. Club management. Now, on a on a happier note, yes, a guy, a person who has universal respect in rugby league, Nico Hines, and Gordon Gordon made this, uh, Gordon Tallis made this uh, point last night, which I thought was, it was just so true. Is the fact that it says everything about that club where it's ha- happening. Given the fact that no one saw this coming, is that all this was done behind the scenes? Bit of a chat. There was a bit of interest, a little bit of chat about you know extending, and all of a sudden, deal done.
0: Long-term deal, end of 29, Mm. worth 7 mil.
1: NRL's becoming like the NFL in quarterbacks, (laughs) yes, isn't it? Because of the the lack of genuine halfbacks out there. If you've got a good one, you better sign him long-term.
0: And he's such a – he's not just good for the Sharks, he's good for the game. Every time he speaks, he's so calming and speaks with articulate – all those other words,
2: and he did, he delivers Keep like yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's great. It's, he, he's so calm and measured off the field, and yet he's an excitement machine on the field. You know, sometimes you get players that they might play boring styles of footy or whatever. He is the complete opposite. You watch him, and he is constantly an excitement machine. So, if there's any bloke that deserves a massively long contract yeah. like that, it's Nico Hines, and it's is ever a testament for young. Players coming through to be patient with your craft and oh. your trade. Yes, Nico Hines <clears throat> is someone that you should look at because he was playing resies for till he was what twenty three. Yeah, I mean, well, that, and I know, and I'm guilty of it myself. Well, I was eighteen, 19, I was eighteen turning nineteen, stressing out about playing in a role and I didn't be playing for a few years. So I'm guilty
1: as well, anything. Nico when he talks about different all the adversity he faced. We all mm. know the stuff off the field, which is yeah, heartbreaking. Mm. But you know the adversity faced in his career, where suddenly there was a point in his career where he thought he could reach out at Manly and touch first grade, and suddenly being told, "Oh, mate, look, there's nothing there," and that sent him into a funk for like eighteen months.
0: I think he's. I know we're going to talk about this later, but he's certainly giving Brad Fittler a bit of a headache about where he fits into a New South Wales team. And you
1: know, for for Freddie, you know, and it shouldn't be a headache if you if you know what I mean. It should be going wow, like you know, this this, great opportunity, yeah, great opportunity. But, um, yeah, it's just a great deal. I mean, if you're at the Sharks, it's a pretty happy place to be when you've got Craig Fitzgibbon as coach, you've got Dale Finucane at the club as a leader, and you've got Nico Hines. Mm. It'd be a good place to be.
0: Mm. They've done well. They did well in getting Fitzy ahead of other clubs. And they secured Nico, and he's turned out to be outrageously successful in the seven jumper, which Mm. I don't think – Many people thought it'd be this successful. So early, well, most didn't people they? didn't think
1: it'd be a seven. No, exactly. No, no, there you go. It's a funny old game, isn't it? Yeah, anyway, it is. Happy Easter, guys. Guess Thank what you. we got next? We've pushed it up because it's just so popular. Morning Glory Jeopardy.